start your engines and buckle up. It's the Light Sights. Let's go. F1 show. Good evening and welcome to the Light Sight. Let's go. F1 show on Jack's radio, which means it's Wednesday again. The weeks are flying by. We had a forced um, summer break in F1. And, uh, of course, we now are on race week. So next weekend is the F1 race in Belgium at Spa. So you just heard Kenny Rogers in the first edition with a song called Just Dropped In to see what condition my condition was in. And somebody who was just dropped in to see what my condition my condition is in is Rich Mason. How are you, Rich? No, I'm not too bad, Dan. Not too bad. How are you? I thought I'd uh, drop in to see... Well, so I'm not sure to see what condition you're in, but uh, make sure you're not getting too lonely. You've done a couple of solo uh, yes. shows over the summer, my friend. They've been very good too. I have been listening. The music's yes. been uh, uh, been uh, been interesting. Uh, no, it's been very good. Uh, yeah, cracking so... music, some cracking music. <laughs> That's it. Um, so yeah, so see how you've been going, my friend. See how you've been getting on. Well, first of all. How have you been getting on? So what have you been... So I told the listeners last week what I've been doing when there's no F1. What have you been doing while there's no F1? Um, well, um, I've been reading up about F1. Um, and I've been, <laughs> I've been away a bit, actually, a couple of weekends. So I have had some time off work, yeah, uh, which has been good. And obviously, the main thing has been uh, we've been following the Olympics over the summer as well. Um, nice. So that's all that sort of came to an end and what have you, which has been really good. So, uh, you know, we've sort of been catching up on all of that. And, um, yeah, I, you know, you just you try and fill the gap, don't you? you try and fill the void, yeah, the summer void in between F1 races. But I have to I cannot wait for the uh, for the chips and mayonnaise fest that is Belgium. Yes, uh, chips and mayonnaise. Uh, that's that's, that's the uh, that's the Belgium way, isn't it? Staple food around Spa, Francorchamps. And uh, oh, I can't wait for the uh, I can't wait for the Grand Prix this weekend. Uh, it's been it's been a little devoid of, of, of well, you know, it's been a few bits and pieces of news, but I don't think we've had as much news as we thought we might have. No, um, no, no. We thought there may be some big new, yeah. uh, news coming out of Mercedes, but there isn't at the moment. We did. So, That's all yeah. very much been tight lipped and everything, has it not? So uh, yes, you know, we're yes. all kind of you know, it's all been a bit dull, really. To be honest, I've 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 I've, I've looked at some of my Facebook feeds of. Uh, I think uh, George Russell and Esteban Ocon on holiday. Looking there you go. Happy I've been I've, I've been watching IndyCar. It's absolutely fantastic. I've absolutely really really been enjoying it. I didn't think I would, and I you know haven't really got into it before, but I've started getting into it now, and I think it's really good. Don't really they just good. go round and round? No, some of them oh, some of them are on some of them are on ovals, but a lot of them are on street tracks. It's very much like F one. I tell you what, and I was saying last week, there's a there's a, there's a lot I think F1 can learn from IndyCar because the really? race is fantastic. The racing's really close. They really follow each other close. You can barely predict who's going to be on the on the on the ball. Well, I mean, we we can barely predict who's on the podium anyway in F1, as we've shown in well, history on on this podcast. But uh, but <laughs> saying that, no, IndyCar is is really good. It, it, it's lots of really close racing and what, lots what of different you... winners. Go on, what do you think F1? Well, come on, I'm going to do it now. Why don't why? What do you think F1 could learn from IndyCar? Well, I kind of touched on it last week. So, so, so they don't. For a start, they don't have tire warmers. So there's a lot of driver skill when they come out of the pits for the first couple of laps, warming the tires up. It's that's really quite interesting. Mm, yeah, really quite interesting. 
which is very good. Um, they have um, certain aero packages which all the teams have to have for different races. Really? Which is really... So I know F1's all around, you know, building their own chassis and, and, and you know, coming up with their own in, in innovative ideas. And that's always been F1. But, you know, if we're in a situation where we're not getting good racing in F1, do we have to look kind of quite differently? So in in IndyCar, they all use the, the same chassis. They use a Dallara chassis. Yeah. And they often have uh, some very descript um, aero packages that they have to use. There's not a lot left to actually, you know, have their own uh, differences. Is it, more, is, is it more a case the parts are fixed? So chassis, so, engine. Yeah, so. But you've got different aero packages, and then it's down to the team to go strategizing, right, which aero package you're going to use on this particular circuit. And That's right, yeah. You know, that's it's right. how they use it. It's, it's how they use it. It's 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 really quite um quite, mm. and they don't they don't have blue flags either. Okay, that's interesting. Which is good because that, it, that is very interesting because you, again, it seems to be a lot more down to driver skill. We'd have to, we'd, if we did that in F one, we'd have to have like a specific I don't know Mazepin flag or something because yeah, he, yeah. he could cause utter havoc, couldn't he? Really? Yeah. yeah but I guess that's the thing, isn't it? All of a sudden, it's like, well, you've got to get past him, you know? You, you... Yeah. Driver skill, you're, driver you're, skill, and we have all this talk racing. about, you know, who who's the best? Is it Verstappen? You know, is it Hamilton? Is it Schumacher? But they're in different cars, you know. But IndyCar, there's less of that argument. It's, it's a lot of down to driver skill. I, I, I've been really enjoying it, I must say. And Grosjean's been doing pretty well, actually, in it as well, to be fair. Oh, there we he's, go. He, he's been doing pretty well. So, mm. uh, yeah, and, and he, he, he raced his first oval race uh, last weekend in uh, Illinois. Um, and he was putting in some pretty bold overtaking moves on the outside, you know, on, on, on the high side and on the low side. It was... um. A fair play to him. He was, he was doing yeah, well. good stuff. Well, look, I'll I'll need to clearly catch up and watch a, watch a few races to. I'll remain yeah. convinced because the engineering head in me just kind of likes the fact that the yeah, the, I get that teams have yeah. control and and they can really develop and come up with some lovely. And it's always been ideas. F1, and that it that's has. always been F1. If you dilute that, you make it go. Well, how is this different to IndyCar? Very true, but if so. you're not getting good racing, and if the new yeah. regulations next year still fail to give good racing, I think F1 do need to look at themselves. Look, that will be the tester next year. Yeah, I think that will, will be. be the I tester. We shall see what we shall see with that as that, that sort of side of things. So. Yeah, it's good. Okay, it's good. so other other bits of news around. So there's some sad news that came out of uh, Luxembourg uh, last week, wasn't there? Um, so the Spa Francorchamps, which is obviously where we're going next, the track chief executive Natalie uh, Mellet, uh, she was killed in an apparent double murder suicide oh. by her husband, which is really quite sad. Oh she's dear some, me! She's done quite a few good 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 things for that track. She was only about fifty five. Um, she was killed in, 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 in her home in, in Luxembourg, uh, shot by her husband, and he shot somebody else, apparently, uh, is, is what, what Allegedly. Is. Well, that's Allegedly, just yeah. pretty horrific, really, to be honest. Yeah, with you. I mean, she oversaw, you know, a lot of modernisation of the, of the uh, Spa-Francorchamps shop uh, track in 2016, and she'd done some good things there. So, yeah, some, yeah, some that sad is, news there. So, that is very, very sad, very, very sad, and, uh, well, you know... Thoughts go yes. out and all the rest yeah, of it. Thought, to, uh, thoughts go out and, and, and all of that. Yeah, family and friends um, and all that. So we had Alex Albon won his first DTM race. So there's no doubt that that guy's got talent. Um, you know, that, that second Red Bull seat, the conversation will go on. But yep. fair play to Alex Albon winning his yep. first race, in uh, That's good. which is basically a German, a German uh, touring car. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, fair play I to I think the, pre- the premier touring car series in the world, I would suggest, possibly, the DTM. Yes, yes, very much so, very much so. And then uh, f- my 
the lights out let's go f1 weather correspondent uh rob farmer who i since when do we have a weather correspondent? <laughs> he, he texted me today uh, saying it looks like it's going to be a very rainy weekend all weekend in Spa. Is it really? Gonna, yeah, that's going to be spicy. That is going to spice things up. So I'm it will do because it's quite. It's going to be quite nice and sunny here. I'm looking forward to a bit of a barbecue this weekend potentially. So yeah, so I'm really looking forward to that. Really, yeah, that's good. Excellent. And then the other bit of news I have got is Suzuka's been cancelled due to the ongoing uh, pandemic. Um, mm. So yeah, so, so so I've heard there's things like possibly um, they're looking to go to Indianapolis uh, by taking its place. I mean. I'd quite like to see that. I don't know about you, Rich, but you've also got, got I, some other well, stuff I think, like that. Yeah, I, I was I, I was reading up on that because obviously Suzuka being cancelled is it's, it's it's a shame because it's a cracking track. It's always fantastic. It's well supported by uh, uh, the Japanese fans, and obviously this this year being the first time that Sonoda's competed, he's not going to get a chance to do a kind of home Grand Prix, which is kind of feel sad for him. Yeah, that's, uh, that's but true. also I I understand it was being used. Now I don't know whether you got the information to hand. Uh, I don't know what which Grand Prix was after Japan. But I think it was Japan was being used in between leaving Turkey, going yeah. to Japan, and then it was enabling to move on. And I don't know if that cancelling of the of the Japanese Grand Prix has a bit of a knock on effect because I don't think what they won't want to do is have too so many. So it was Austin, gaps. Texas. After, after that's Austin, it. Right. So I think uh, yeah. So I do wonder leaving Turkey. I think there's an issue going from Turkey to the US within. A certain time frame i think at the moment okay, as it stands because okay. so, turkey's on the first to the third of october united states is the 22nd to the 24th so it was going to be a case of having japan in between the two men they yeah. could get in they could fly into into the us and and you know covid wouldn't be yeah. so much of an issue so i don't think they're going to want to have like a another three-week hiatus in the unless half they the can move turkey around with the united states pull the two if they go to Indianapolis, pull well, the two this, united states forward yeah. and turkey afterwards perhaps. this is what they've been talking about they're going to move around and there's been talk of another visit to bahrain to that short 55 yeah, second lap yeah, track because be that's always that's producing goals because the problem we're going to get into the second half of the season is is you've got to start looking at, at what countries covid protocols are yeah can you leave one country come back to another etc exactly. etc et and the problem is that South America's not looking particularly good. So, um, you know, it, it's a case of we're then are we going to come back to Europe in October and November? Yeah. That could produce some interest. We could have the first That'd be some interesting races, snow affected Grand Prix. That could be quite yeah. interesting, couldn't it? Be I'll be all for that. I'll be all for that. Yeah, so well, it's, it's certainly a headache for them, isn't it? It is. And, and the order of the races now, when you look at COVID protocols, means that we could have an interesting second half of the season. And also, they don't that. What's the knock on effect for, you know, if we don't have 23 races this year? You know, do they start thinking, well, if we haven't got to make the power units last 23 races, if it's going to be 20, 21 races, do we start push, do Red Bull start pushing it a little bit in the hope yeah, yeah, that there's not going to be, and the mileage is going to be on the engine side? So it starts to start to bleed into the strategy side of things as well now, of where they go yeah, and very, yeah, very all the rest of it. So, um, yes, it could be very, very interesting, I feel. Okay, yes, yes, no, that's all That's that's all very interesting, really. It's uh, been interesting to see how that plays out. Okay, so that's all the news we got. As, as I say, we're on the summer break. There's not a lot of news around. So I thought we'd do a bit of a um, sort of half-year uh, review 
and see where we are. So before we crack into that, let's go into one of your songs, Rich. So where are we going? Oh, goodness me. Right now, it's going to be it's, it's back pre-solo Dan time. So you've all got to cast your mind back in the last couple of weeks or so to the last tune I did. Uh, so the last tune I did was Iron Maiden, Run to the Hills. OK, so as, as we know, the Iron Maiden in medieval times is a device, a torture device. So I've got onto the jolly subject of torture um, and um, obviously one of the more modern iterations of where there has allegedly been uh, there, there has been cases of torture has been in a certain place called Guantanamo Bay. Now, in Guantanamo Bay, one of the uh, ways they um, uh, upset inmates a little bit was to have uh, some playlists knocking around that was playing out, blaring out 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Now, the CIA have officially apparently only ever said that one song was used, and that was Ned Washington's Rawhide. You know, Rawhide. Yeah, I got it. I'm not going to, you know, the one I mean. Anyway. That's the official one they said, but apparently, uh, if you uh, if you check out, there are several uh, ad- alleged playlists for Guantanamo Bay. But one track that has popped up a couple of, a couple of times is this next track, uh, which is um, Metallica and Enter Sandman. So there we go. That's my, my torture link there. Right, <laughs> let's go. You're listening to the light side. Let's go. F1 show. Jack Ray. Welcome back to the Light Sight Let's Go F1 show on Jack's Radio, and you were just listening to Metallica with Enter Sandman. Okay, Rich, so as I said, a uh, bit of a halftime review. So I am going to say uh, two names, and that is Schumacher and Mazepin, the two rookies in the same team. So this is a direct correlation. How do you think they've yes. been doing? Uh, I, I, I think probably Schumacher has been doing. Slightly better than Mazepin, shall we say? Slightly, but he's still yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. He's been making a lot of rookie mistakes, so Schumacher. Yeah, but he yeah. is a rookie, of course. But he has been making but some hiding mistakes. Him. Yes, and he's still quicker normally, than Mazepin, yeah, you know, he has been quicker than Mazepin. Um, Mazepin, I mean, obviously had an absolutely appalling start. Um, he started to improve, but he's um, <laughs> yeah, he's certainly well, a mobile just... chicane, isn't he? Well, he is a little bit. I don't know. I think I, I, I think I do wonder if Mick Schumacher has had a lot of expectation leveled on his shoulders because of his, you know, illustrious father. And um, oh, clearly, uh, I mean, it comes uh, with a name, doesn't it? It does indeed, and it's it is nice to see M Schumacher back on the uh, yeah, you know, back on the on the timing boards and all the rest of it. But um, I, I I don't know. I, I I suppose I'm I'm guilty of not perhaps following him too much in the lower formula. Um, but I, I have always wondered whether he's, you know, I, I'm not sure he's necessarily going to live up to uh, the potential expectation that his name. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's very hard to, you know, he's one of the best in history. So, you know, I, I yeah, I'm not suggesting he's going to start challenging for seven or eight titles, but I think even to sort of, you know, to get into a, a really good sort of upper mid team. More of a Ralph Schumacher, perhaps. Possibly more of an Uncle he's- Ralph. Is a good benchmark. Yes. It is a good benchmark. To be fair, that's a very good point. I mean, that's quite unusual, isn't it? You know, two brothers and a yeah. and a son. I mean, you know, to have been in 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 in, uh, in Formula One is is quite unusual. But yeah, I, I yeah, you're right. He has been making a few mistakes, but uh, I suppose Mazepin. I mean, the only been... other the only other sort of dynasty dynasty like that is um back in is um the Dunlop family in uh in uh, Irish street uh racing on yeah. motorbikes. Yeah. 
That's true. That's true. I mean, there's been a few fathers and two sons. That's it. A few father and sons knocking around, but throwing an uncle into the mix as well is always fun. Uh, Fun and games. I would, uh, you know, I would would wager. I think Mazepin has been. um, I suppose he's just been slow, really. He had the last few graces. He has sort of he's quieting down a bit, isn't he? He's been consistent, hasn't he? I suppose. Consistent, yeah. Given, he's consistently slow, but you know, he hasn't perhaps made the uh, uh, catastrophic errors that that that. Mick Schumacher's yeah, you know, made some powers recently. Yeah. It'd be interesting know. to see how those two kick on next year, really. Uh, yeah, it will be. It will be. And it, do you know what? I mean, we deride them a little bit, but it must be really disheartening in knowing full well that it is all about 2022. I mean, they've absolutely... And that car game. looks like an absolute it's dog, a dog. as well. So it is a pig. For two it? rookers as well, that's a pretty tough task, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. You can't be too, too, too harsh on them. Okay, so... Fernando Alonso and Sebastian Vettel, two ex-world champions in new machinery. How do we think they've been doing? I think Fernando's starting to have some fun. He is. He's, I think he's, he's I certainly think the last two Grand Prix he's been very, very G'd up, very buoyed, uh, very um clearly very, very up for next season as well. And and yeah. and, and and you know, I think enjoying the battles that you know, he's clearly you know, he's clearly still got it, obviously. Yeah. Um, you know, and I, and I, I do think you know he's, um, uh, you know, he's, he seems to be enjoying it. I'm, I'm enjoying seeing him more and more each race. I'm really looking yeah, forward to how he comes yeah. out at Spa. I mean, personally, I, I'm enjoying Vettel as well. You know, I, yeah. I think he's now enjoying it again, and, and and it always shows. Once a driver's enjoying it more, you know, it really, it really shows in their driving. And you know, I, last year was a real lull for Vettel, I think, and 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 this year. The, particularly the the sort of second half of, of the first half of this year um, has been, yeah, you know, he, he he's really upped his game and he's been coming on really well and, and it's been a joy to watch him. Out of the two, I think Alonso has been a lot more impre- impressive because he obviously had a few years out. So to come back completely new with completely new cars and now do what he's doing. Just shows I, his I, class. I, I feel there's a lot more to come from Fernando Alonso, whereas yeah, with Vettel, definitely. I sort of feel like, yeah, I, I, yeah, I agree. I think he's having. I'm, I'm, I've become a bit of a Seb fan this year. Not that I was ever really anti-Seb at all. No, no, of course. But you know, I always think that he was. Um, you know, I think you know certainly uh, he's he's shown uh, what a what a what a class act is outside of the car as well. Yeah. Uh, do you know one of the things with Sebastian Vettel? I've always been impressed, and I I do wonder how the rest of the drivers. Uh, react to it but when they do i mean we've had the whole recent stuff about in the football season you know uh, especially you know perhaps the first few games of the euros and certainly start premier league season people getting a bit upset about players taking the knee for whatever stupid reason yeah. i can't think of you know formula one's done it for the last 18 months and yeah. one of the people who've always been and it's clearly led by hamilton i mean let's not let's not muck about here it's yeah, clearly course. the vanguard of of, of of that um of, of that statement uh, but I've always been impressed that Sebastian has literally, from everything I can remember, seeing when they when they do the uh, when they when they, when they when they do that taking the knee at the start of uh, of a Grand Prix, you know, Vettel's either the left or the right hand side of Hamilton. He's always yes, he is. Yeah, no, he is. He is. And yeah, I think he, he takes a leading. And I really, really have been very, very impressed with Vettel. Uh, uh, you know, off the track and be, becoming more of an ambassador. For he's the sport. a very good human being. He is a very good human being. We like that from Sebastian. And I, I do think his driving is getting there. But I do, I do think that. I, I, I'm just a bit more excited. Like you, like you, you're rubbing off on me, Dan. Like of you, I'm, a bit, I'm quite excited by to see what Fernando can give us. Always, um, always. You know, I, 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 I think that that Sebastian's doing really, really well. Um, but yeah, I just feel, I just feel there's there's something more to unleash from Fernando. Yeah, definitely, definitely, you know? definitely. 
Okay, so let's go then. Let's go uh, Perez and Bottas, who are the two obvious rear gunners. How are they doing? So my Pennersworth here is... I don't think either of them have shined, really. I think Perez started off quite well, but he has tailed off. And it's not necessarily him. I think it's that second Red Bull seat. But I think it's proving that you know, Albon and Gasly clearly weren't, you know, aren't bad drivers. That seat's a very hard seat to be in. Um, Perez, I thought he'd do better than he is, and he's not. I don't think he's he's not really been there. He, he he's been off the pace quite a bit. He's been a few uh, like positions back, and same as Bottas. Bottas hasn't been. It just hasn't been in, in in the same race, has he? Really? I I'd, I'd agree. I think Perez at the start of the season, obviously, he's won a Grand Prix this year, Sergio. Yeah. Has, and I, I did I did have a, a a little bit more hope at the start of the season that he would uh, be able to sort of um, be on the on the uh, a proper rear gunner to Max. You know, has Max. he has has he done enough to be there next next year? I don't Perez. know at the moment, if I'm honest, and I think he's got to improve his Saturday performances because that's yeah. the bit that puts him in the back of the pack. He ends up in sort of fourth, fifth, sixth on the grid. And that is what has given him the problems because for whatever reason, that Red Bull car, I think it, I think it struggles a teensy bit in traffic like the Mercedes always has. Often the, 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 the sort of the, front running cars do, don't they? And I think, you know, I think he's got to up his game on a Saturday to give himself the best chance. Yeah, that's what he's got to do. He's, um, he's got to improve on a Saturday. I think so, yeah. And, uh, but, and Bottas, you know, Bottas has got to improve on a Sunday. Perez has got to improve on, on, on a Sunday. I think so as well, because, you know, Bottas has always been pretty consistently quick on a Saturday. But yeah, it's his yeah, racecraft that lets him down. And Sergio is, funnily enough, the completely opposite problem, I think. Sergio yeah. Perez's racecraft has allowed him to do some really quite good comeback drives this season. From You know, we're talking mid-grid. 9th, 10th, 11th to get back up to the top four, which is great. And you sit there going, well, great, we got into the great, top four. Great, but if, yeah, if we'd have been there on Saturday, then you'd yeah, there, you'd be you? really doing the job. And, uh, you know, it's going to be interesting to see that unfold in the second half of the season. But, um, yeah, I think it does show that that second Red Bull seat is a bit of a poison chalice. If you look back through the other people that have occupied that seat, they've all found it a struggle. Yeah, they have. I don't know whether Max Verstappen just has some otherworldly weird setup. He must do. He, he must, must do. have some odd setup that people can't get their head around. He I don't know. Do. He must do. Right, okay. So that's a good roundup so far. We've got plenty more to come. Uh, we're going to go to a song before that, though. And we are currently, Rich, stuck in the middle of the summer break. And I am here with you. So yes. I'm going to play Steelers Wheel, Stuck in the Middle with You. Classic tune. You're listening to The Light Side. Let's go F1 show with Jack Ray. That was Steeler's Wheel with Stuck in the Middle of You, another classic song on the light side. Let's go F1 show on Jack's radio. I mean, why would you go anywhere else for your music when you're getting songs like that, eh, Rich? I've, I've no idea, Dan, and I always like being stuck in the middle with you, mate. There you go. There you go. There you go. Right then, so let's continue our half-way sort of review. And I'm going to say two more words to you. I'm going to say McLaren. And I'm going to go into say Ferrari. Ooh, resurgence. So these are, yes, two resurgent teams. I think so. I think that, you know, I think it's quite positive that they have, they have, especially McLaren. They had so many years in the, you know, a few years in the doldrums. It was all going to happen. You know, Fernando came back in to partner Jensen and they were going to get a bit better. They're going to get on top of the Honda engine issues. And they didn't. And, you know, and then and I don't know, even though he wasn't involved in the team anymore, it's kind of a Ron Dennis, right? That's it. You know, bin that off, get something else. And 
Um, you know, and I just think, you know, it was it was not looking good for McLaren, but you know, for whatever reason, it's now clicked a little bit. I think. I mean, I it's think, been building for a couple of years, isn't it? It but has. I think. Really I well, really, really think. Well. I really think. Despite his only been in Formula One a little while, Lando Norris has brought quite a lot to that team. He has. I really, I think he gives that very, was, that very was, good. That was going to be my point about McLaren: is is it McLaren or is it also Lando Norris? Because a bit of both. He's, yeah, I think a bit so, of both. Definitely. And I think he's, I think he's, you know, from what I can understand, he's he's very good from a development perspective and gives very good feedback. Uh, as well and and clearly you know the team are working hard and working well with him as well and it just i mean he's at weird. one with the team right now isn't he and and he it's is. kind of his team isn't it, it, it i it, think they've got back to I, I i did read something about when jensen did join the team at mclaren and everyone said oh, what a stupid team that is the decision that is because you know it's lewis's team yeah um and one of the things that happened when he turned up there is that obviously his father was in tow, John Button, who uh, was well-known, well-liked and extremely buoyed throughout the paddock and, you know, brought joy with him. And apparently he brought that into McLaren a little bit because it was known for being very austere and very serious about everything yeah. under Ron Dennis. And, you know, when he sort of backed off a little everything bit. Everything was painted grey in the, in, in the McLaren was. Technology Centre. The, the lot. And it's all very, you know, a bit. I think and 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 John Button came in and and just lifted it and I sort of feel that that they they that, you know that's sort of carried through a little bit and they just seem like a team that's just having a little bit more fun there yeah uh, which is great and obviously Ferrari you know we've said it before it, it, you've got to have a a, 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 a well performing Ferrari team in Formula One you've just got to um it's yeah. kind of a bit of an unwritten rule really so it's uh, you know um and in some cases in previous years it was a written rule as well um just probably at the back I mean that, tucked, tucked in that between Ferrari's, loose pages of the of the yeah. FIA regulations that Ferrari that Ferrari has been pretty fast at points this very year very good hasn't it Monaco so, you know Baku exactly. places like that they, they've been pretty fast they have, and they've got again. I think you know that it feels to me there's been there's been a definite change in the Ferrari way under uh, Mattia yes. Bonotto, and yeah, I think Bonotto. that he's I think very, he's, he's he's doing good things. He's doing good things, but I also think the management have started to listen to him and, and are giving him the, uh, the the time and the resources required uh, in order to make things happen. Because again, I see Carlos Sainz and uh, and and Charles Leclerc as a very very good pairing, and they seem to work well together, and they're both quick. Um, yeah, yeah. And again, I, th- I think Ferrari and McLaren, you know, watch out Red Bull and Mercedes because I think, you know, these two teams are going to come back to the top next year. Yeah, I think so. I think, I mean, yeah, it, if, if, if certainly if McLaren continue their trajectory, then, um, yeah, it, it, you know, there's very good things. But of course, it's all changes the regulations next year. So who knows? It, it, it could be Haas who, who at, at the top. You just don't know, do we? It's all very interesting. Well, You'd have some strong money on that down at the bookies, I feel. Yeah, yeah, very true. But then very at the end true. of 08, if you'd have plucked a bit of money on Jensen and, um, you know, Honda, as it was. Yep. Winning exactly. the, you've got some pretty decent, uh, well, you've got some decent money back, definitely. Exactly. And, and when, when Red Bull came good, you know, in 2010 as well. You know, yep, absolutely. They were, they were a back marker for several years before that. So They were, yeah. that's very true. And change. It can all change. Okay, so we're going to go, let's go, let's go Aston Martin. Let's, let's do this one. We'll do this one and we'll get to a song after that and then we can do the sort of Red Bull, Verstappen, Hamilton sort of thing. Um, yeah, go on. Aston Martin, are they underachieving? Because they were all they were always an overachieving team when they didn't have much resources. Now they seem to have a hell of a lot of resources. Are they... I mean, I know, obviously, in the last race, they, they, Vettel ended up on the podium. Um, but are they, are they underachieving? I don't know. And I'll I think the, I'll the changes in the statement. floor regulation obviously hit them. 
well, let, let, I'll qualify that. So I agree. The change in the floor regulations not help them because it was kind of like, as my daughters both call it, it's a pink Mercedes. They yes. quite like that it was a pink Mercedes last year. Um, and I think uh, the racing point, and, and, and obviously the, 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 the chassis changes affected Mercedes, as we know, and it affected um, Aston Martin as well because it's effectively a very, very similar design car. Now, I think knowing that Mercedes have had to throw quite a bit of resource to get that car altered to be competitive i'm not so sure aston martin thought it was worth putting that much resource to doing the same thing i think i think i think the the focus is 2022 and the thing i understand recently is that uh lawrence stroll has been poaching quite a few people from other teams yes he has uh to aston martin who's the red bull and mercedes to note Yes, a few people from Red Bull and people from Mercedes have gone there. So he's got, he's got, he's kind of gone to find out who the best technical people are and offer them yeah. probably boatloads of cash. Yeah, to I mean, come and work I mean, for him and probably oh, a company car as well. Who wouldn't want Aston Martin as a company car? Yeah, That'd exactly. Nice. I mean, um, I had a quote. I had, a, I had a quote from Otmar Safnauer where he said, um, "Before this team has always punched above its weight. Uh, we now have the resources with which to punch harder with." So it's quite a statement of intent. But again, I think with everything, you can, you're can. you only really going to be able to judge people next year. The last year before a big rule change is always a funny year. It is a, It is always a funny year, and I think it favours the people that have got their head around the regulations that have been enforced for the pre- yeah, yeah. previous few years. But then they, 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 it gets interesting because they then to tail off. They're like, well, we're kind of at the front, and if we if we push again, then we're going to be really on the back foot next year. Yeah, so exactly. it's kind of, you know, it's, it's, it's an interesting one, and it, it's one for the strategy. But um, I do think, we, I mean, we've always said it. Lawrence Stroll has not come into this sport to muck about. And I think yeah. he understood from the outset that it needs to have untold billions thrown at it. Um, but it's no good just throwing the money. You've got to have the people in. He seems to recognise that as well. And it just sets it up. And I genuinely think that this has all been tied in with the car brand as well. And if you look at the way Aston Martin are going with their sort of car design the cars are they're releasing i think he wants aston martin absolutely at the top smashing seven bells out of everybody else on the track and then being able to sell a bunch of hundred thousand plus supercars on a yeah you true. know win on a sunday sell on a monday that old adage of that you know and I, I i i i think that's what he's there to achieve you know he wants to be the best and we'll see how it goes next year um i think it's a fair comment given the resources they've got but i think you've got to add the time into that as well and i think if we have the same conversation at the end of last year at the end of sorry next year then we'll, you know, I think it could be, you know, if they're not, if they're in the same place on the grid as they are this year, next year, then yeah, I think we could probably could say they are underachieving. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Okay, then. So before we finish off with sort of Red Bull and Merck, etc., let's go to a song and let's go to one of yours, Rich. Well, <laughs> this is yeah. slightly le- slightly less tenuous link, really. So previously we had Metallica uh, and Enter Sandman, and and this past weekend I, uh, I I saw my sister and her family, and they live down in Devon. And so we went on the beach last Sunday and we were covered in sand as well. So sand is the theme. So I've, um, I've run with, I'm going, I'm going back to my old indie West kind of obscure West Midlands indie bands. Uh, and this is another one of them. This is called the sand Kings. Uh, and this is a song they had called temple redneck. Right. I'm excited about hearing this one. So let's go. You're listening to the light side. Let's go. F1 show. Jack's ring. 
Welcome back to the Lights Out Let's Go F1 show on Jack's Radio. And you were just listening to a band called the Sand Kings. And that was uh, Temple Redneck. So that's one of uh, Rich's uh, younger years bands he was listening to. There's yes. a comment... There's a comment to this song on YouTube that says Sand Kings, probably the best band in the world. Apparently, there you go. go. They've got a few followers there. It's uh, yeah, back to back, back to my uh, back to my much younger days. I was into a lot of sort of different indie bands and stuff like that. So nice. No, I like it. Share the love, different experiences, that sort of thing. You know, I like it. Okay, so let's 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 before we finish off, then let's delve into Red Bull, Mercedes, Verstappen, and Hamilton. I mean, the stuff at, at Silverstone and it, it. in um hunger has been done to death but okay you know head to head how have they been going it's the it's it's what we've always wanted it is it's what we've always wanted as look as 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 unbelievable as it is to have hamilton where he is uh on seven championships it's you know it has been dominant i get it people who aren't necessarily a hamilton fan have been like well it's been really boring the last few years because it's just been Hamilton, 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 a Rosberg, and then a Hamilton, Hamilton, Hamilton. You know, yeah, yeah. I get it. I really do get it. Um, you know, and that's where this has been fantastic for this half of the year because we've had Max Verstappen it there. We've had two guys, two different teams going at it, hammer and tongs. Yeah, it's brilliant, isn't it? It's really All very gentlemanly to start with. Then the gloves came off, the sparks yes. have flown. Love it. And I, I don't think there's going to be any let up. And that's why I'm dead excited for Spa, especially that the. Uh, our uh, our on the spot weather reporter down there has suggested that Rob it might Farmer, be a, yeah. Rob Farmer, Rob Farmer, weather reporter. Thank you, Rob. Um, that it's uh, it could be a bit bit moist this weekend. I'm yes. just thinking there's you know I think I think I think that's going to play into Hamilton's hands. It is could well be. Although although then again, Verstappen's Max is, a, Max a is in the he's, wet. A, he's great in the wet They're as both, well. So both very good, aren't they? Both very. It's, good. it's what we've wanted to see. It's what Formula One's needed, yeah. and I imagine Liberty are uh, absolutely cock a hoop. And actually, the good thing about it raining in Spa is actually it relies less on the machinery. You know, and and a bit more on on driver skills. So that'd be really, really great to see Max and and Lewis duking it out there. I think. Yeah, really he, would, he really will. He I mean, really I mean, my two pence worth. I mean, I've been really impressed with Verstappen's raw speed. You know, he, I, 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 and he has held up to a lot of the pressure this year. Um, you know, going up against Hamilton is no mean feat, and I think Verstappen's done supremely well. I. I still maintain he's got some growing up to do in terms of what it takes to win a championship. You know, the last few years he's been winning the odd race. He clearly knows what it is to win a race. Does he know or have the maturity to win a championship? And that's a very, very different thing. And it is. He he needs to switch into that mindset because, you know, I still maintain the thing at Silverstone, if he had his championship head on, he would have let Lewis go. Whether Max felt he was right or not, doesn't matter you let lewis go you take second and you take a healthy lead in into hungary you know and that's what and that's what a lot of the greats who've won championships have done you know in the past they have you know you you have you know the season is is you know well these days 23 races hopefully but um you know it is many many races long and you have to think of the whole thing you can't just be hell for leather the whole time you know yeah. it's it, it, you've got to take it in 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 that sort of context you know and that's why you know, people have managed to knit championships together. You know, Hamilton has been the master of it. Yeah, Ross Rosberg took him so much effort to win that 2016 title. You know, yeah. Vettel has has managed to knit these things together. 
Jensen in 09, he only won six races. And that yeah, was first right, seven. Yeah, he never right. won an, in, after the seventh race. He never won another Grand Prix that year, but still managed to finish where he needed to finish to win that title. Kimi Raikkonen uh, in two thousand seven. Exactly right. Yeah, Raikkonen. You've got you to know. take your chances, haven't you? And, you, and you've got to make a- sure ably assisted by points. Ably assisted by Alonso and Hamilton taking chunks out of each other. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but you know, but you're absolutely right. You've got to think of that whole season. I do think Max has the the the, the you know. I think I think he still has the red mist on occasions. He wants to yeah. be you know, the fastest and win every Grand Prix. And, you know, there's a realisation that, you know, you can't And, you know, whether, he's in, whether he thinks he's in the right or not as well. It, do, it doesn't matter. Look at the championship. Uh, well, they, know, Think and, of the championship. Yeah. Problem is, they all think they're in the right. Well, yeah, yeah, of course. But, you know, Alain Prost, <laughs> you know, the professor. I mean, oh, he, was, he, he was the master at knowing if he, if he needed a third, he would happily just go and he take would. a third. You he know, would it, indeed. He, his, his sort of, his... His bit about himself didn't let himself think I've got to go and win the race and I can't cope without winning a race even though I need third. He would think I need third. That's fine by me. Yeah, you know, and that's what a lot of greats do. It is absolutely, absolutely right. So, uh, but yeah, I I totally agree with your first point. I think his raw speed has been deeply impressive. As has his attitude. It has definitely changed this year. I think he's definitely um, gone up a gear this year. So, yeah, he has. He has, yeah. and it's, it's it's interesting to see Mercedes under threat as well, isn't it? As, as it a, is a, a team as a whole. Really yeah, it interesting is. to see them. Under well, I think that, I think the stat that we said is like that. Was, apparently, there was like thirty percent of the people employed at Mercedes F one have never lost a championship. They don't quite yeah. know what's going on. Amazing, confused by it. So it is. Um, you know, it is. Uh, it is good to see them under pressure because I think that brings out the performance as well. You know, it makes does, them yeah. think about things differently. So uh, yeah, it's what we wanted, and it's great. And long may it continue. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. It's been one of those, you know, dream positions that we've been thinking about for for quite a few years in F1, really, is that two teams and two, and you know, two drivers in two teams in a battle is a very different kettle of fish than two drivers in the same team going for a championship. It exactly, really yeah. It, because the gloves really come off, you know, because there's just no love lost. If it's within a team, they can be managed by the management within that team. And, you know, yeah. but between two teams, it's just great stuff it is it's fantastic Mm -hmm. yes okay so that pretty much covers what i thought uh that we could uh you know go through um this all the sort of highlighted bits really is quite all all quite interesting and it's gonna be very interesting to see what happens uh in the next uh half of the year assuming that we get the 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 full amount of races it'd be interesting to see what happens really so as i say we're going to spa next um so that would be this weekend's i'm gonna to have to try and fit it in because i'm going i'm going back to silverstone this weekend to watch the moto gp to watch valentino ross's last outing at silverstone take a hat because i think yes, it's gonna be warm be again you're gonna be hot again this weekend yeah we don't want I'll you be, burning yourself i'll be taking a hat don't you worry i'll be taking a hat um okay so we're kind of running out of time i think so uh very 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 quick you know 10 seconds give me your predictions for spa hamilton Bottas, Verstappen. It's dull. It's predictable. That's where I'm going. I'm going... It's not predictable, actually. It's the whole point of this season. But I'm going... <laughs> it's the usual suspect yeah, at the top yeah. end of the grid, I think. I I'm think McLaren... going... I think Mercedes will have it this weekend, I think. I'm going Hamilton, Verstappen, Norris. Hamilton, Verstappen, Norris. I'm going... Good shout. Good shout. Norris. Okay, so that takes us to the end of the show. So if anybody does want to tweet us with their predictions, who knows, then you can go to Twitter and you can follow uh, Lights underscore F1. 
Um, if you want to listen to any of our other shows, you can go to the um, uh, Jack's Radio website, which is jacksradio.com, and go to shows, and then you can pick out our shows under the Listen Again function, and you can listen to any of the shows with all the great music. And it's also got a link to our Spotify playlist with every music, every song that, that we've played uh, this year. Fantastic. So, yes, fantastic. So, Rich, do you want to say goodbye? I will say goodbye and look forward to talking with you again after the Spa Grand Prix. And hopefully you won't be as battered as you were last time you came home from Silverstone, yes, my friend. Yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and playing us out is going to be the Trogs with Wild Thing. So it just remains for me to say goodbye and drive safely. <laughs>